Did you hear about the man who killed his pregnant wife and two daughters? He then hid the bodies at the oil site where he worked. This happened in Frederick, Colorado in 2018, in a custom-built house in a quiet residential development. They were the only family to ever live there, but what happened to the house after the crime? What drove this man to kill his wife and children? This is the story of the Watts family home. Welcome to Nightmare Houses. Shanann Ruzik was born in New Jersey on January 10th, 1984, and she grew up in North Carolina. She married her first husband sometime in 2004, but they weren't married very long and were divorced by 2006. A few years later, Shanann met Chris Watts in 2010. They were married in North Carolina on November 3rd, 2012, and moved to Colorado shortly after. In September 2005, Wyndham Hill Filing No. 1, Hearst & Associates Incorporated, acquired 153 acres of land in Frederick to create a subdivision of 381 lots. In October 2005, this specific lot was sold to the Frederick Development Company Incorporated for an almost a million dollars. It was then sold to developers KDB Homes Incorporated DBA around the same time for just over five million dollars. On April 30th, 2013, the vacant lot was purchased by Christopher Lee Watts for nearly four hundred thousand dollars. It's an asymmetrical two-story wood frame house with gabled roof lines. It has an attached two-car garage plus a slightly recessed one-car garage opening with a brown exterior and decorative stone facade trim on the first story. There's also a recessed front entryway with a front porch. This neighborhood is a development and part of a homeowners association. Many of the homes in this area look similar but vary in style, which appears to be a neoclassical meets farmhouse. The house is a five-bedroom, four-bathroom, 4,177-square-foot single-family home. It is one of many homes in the small residential development in Frederick, Colorado. The Watts appear to have had several add-ons to what was most likely a standard custom-build design. This includes a gas fireplace, a balcony, and several appliances and fixtures. The couple welcomed their first daughter, Bella Marie Watts, born December 17, 2013, into their new home. Their second daughter, Celeste Catherine C.C. Watts, was born nearly two years later on July 17, 2015. Things seemed to be going well for the couple, at least on the outside. Chris worked in the oil industry and in 2015 became an employee of Anadarko Petroleum. Shanann started working from home selling a product called Thrive for the multi-level marketing company Level. Also in 2015, the couple declared bankruptcy. Collectively, they were making about $100,000 annually and paying a mortgage of $3,000 a month on their house. In 2018, financial stress seemed to be worse. In fact, they were also being sued by their HOA, Wyndham Hill Master Association Incorporation, for $1,500. The couple was due for a court appearance regarding that case on August 24, 2018. At that time, Shanann was 15 weeks pregnant with a son she wanted to name Nico, but Shanann would never make that court appearance. On the weekend of August 11th through the 13th, Shanann was away for a business trip, while Chris had been home with their daughters that whole weekend. 
At approximately 1.48 a.m. on August 13, 2018, Shanann was returning from her trip to Arizona and was dropped off by her friend and colleague, Nicole. Shanann was captured on a home security camera entering the house. She would never be seen alive again. Later that day, Shanann and the girls were reported missing by Nicole, who became concerned when Shanann missed a scheduled doctor's appointment and failed to return her calls and text messages. After she missed a business meeting, Nicole went to the Watts residence at about 12.10 p.m. When the doorbell and knocks went unanswered, she notified Chris, who was at work, and called the Frederick Police Department. A Frederick police officer arrived to conduct a welfare check at about 1.40 p.m. During the welfare check, Christopher gave the police officer permission to search the house where he found the family dog discovered unharmed, but there was no sign of Shanann or the girls. Police discovered Shanann's purse containing her phone and car keys. Her car, which still contained the girls' car seats, was in the garage. Shanann's wedding ring was found on the bedside table, and the girls' medication was found at the house. The next day, August 14th, the FBI and the Colorado Bureau of Investigations joined the search. Christopher initially told police that he did not know where his family might be and that he had not seen his wife since 5.15 a.m. the previous day when he left for work. He gave interviews to several news stations outside the house on the porch, pleading for the return of his wife and daughters. Investigators with search dogs could be heard on the property during the interview. Uh, Chris Watts, W-A-T-T-S. Uh, what, what's going on right now around your house? Right now it's got canine units, the sheriff's department. Everybody's like they're, they're doing their best right now to figure out like if they can get a scent and see where they went. If they went on foot, they went in a car, or they went somewhere. And right now it's just like they've, they've been on point. They're going through the house trying to get a scent and hopefully they can pick something up to where it's, it's going to lead to something. What happened? Your wife came out and told me what's. She came home from the airport 2 a.m. and I left around 5:15. She was still here, and like about 12:10 in that afternoon, her friend Nicole showed up at the door. Like I had texted Shannon a few times that day, called her, say you know, but she never got back to me. But she wasn't getting back to any of her people as well. And that's what really concerned a lot of people is like, if she's not getting back to her, like if she doesn't get back to me, that's fine. Like she gets busy during the day, but she can get back to her people, which was very concerning. And Nicole called me when she was at the door and that's when I came home and then walked in the house and nothing was vanished. Nothing was here. I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't here. The kids weren't here. No, nobody was here. What's your wife's name? Shanann, S-H-A-N-A-N-N. What's your, what's your kids? Bella and Celeste. C E L E S T E. Four in the fellas, four, Celeste is three. And so, how many times did you try calling her? I called her three times, texted her about three times just to say, you know, what's going on? Like, I did, I could, after, after, after I called her and texted her once, it was like, right. Maybe she was just busy. Like, she'd just gotten back, you know, like, everybody's probably calling her from her trip. She just got back from Arizona. And I figured yeah, she was just busy. But when her friend showed up, that's what it was like. It, it registered like, all right, this isn't right. Do you think she just took off? Do you think? I, I mean, right now, I don't even want to just like throw anything out there. Like, I hope that she's somewhere safe right now and with the kids. But I mean, could she have been, could she have just taken off? I don't know. But if 
somebody has her and they're not safe, like I want them back now. Like that that that's what's in my head. Like if they're safe right now, they're gonna come back. But if they're not safe right now, that's what that's the not knowing part. Like if they're not safe, I, I, last night I was I had every light in the house on. I was hoping that I would just get just ran over by the kids running in the door and just like barrel rushing me, but it didn't happen. And it was just a traumatic night trying to be here. I'm gonna ask some kind of tough questions about your relationship with your kids. Yeah, every, every, I mean, yeah, my, my kids are my life. I mean, those those smiles light up my life. And it's like, I mean, last night, like, during, like, at, you know, when they usually eat dinner, it was just like, I miss them. Like, I mean, I miss telling them, hey, you got to eat that or you're not going to get your dessert, you know? And just like, you're not going to get your snack after. I, I miss that. Like, I, I miss them, you know, cuddle up on their couches. They have, like, a Minnie Mouse couch and a Sophia couch that they cuddle up on and watch, you know, Bubble Guppies or something. And it was just like, you know, I mean, I, I, I was... <laughs> It was tearing me apart last night, and I needed that. I needed that last night. And for, that, for nobody to be here last night and to go into their rooms and not and know that I wasn't going to turn the rain machines on, and I know that I wasn't going to turn their monitor on, and know I wasn't going to kiss them to bed tonight. It was, it, it was, I, I, that's why last night it was just horrible. I couldn't do it. it I just, I just want, I want everybody to just come home. Like wherever they're at, come home. That's what I want. On August 15th, 2018, Christopher Watts was arrested. According to the arrest affidavit, as well as footage from a security camera in the interview room, he failed a polygraph test and subsequently confessed to murdering Shanann. He wanted to speak to his father before confessing. Christopher was having an affair with a co-worker and claimed he asked for a separation from Shanann, according to the affidavit. During the investigation, he claimed Shanann had strangled the girls in response to his request for a separation and that he had then strangled her in a fit of rage. He then transported the bodies to a remote oil storage site leased by his employer. Christopher was fired by the company the day of his arrest. The authorities located the bodies of the Watts family on the Onodarko Petroleum site on August 16th. The girls' bodies were found in crude oil storage tanks, while Shanann was buried in a shallow grave nearby. On August 21st, Christopher was charged with four counts of first-degree murder, including an additional one count per child cited as death of a child who had not yet attained 12 years of age and the defendant was in a position of trust, unlawful termination of a pregnancy, and three counts of tampering with a deceased human body. He was denied bail at his first court appearance. At a later hearing, his bail was set to $5 million, with him being required to put down 15% to be released. In a 2019 interview on the Dr. Phil show, Christopher's lawyer claimed that he confessed to killing Shanann after an argument regarding divorce in the couple's bedroom early that morning. He strangled her to death. During the murder, Bella walked in on the couple. To cover it up, Chris then told her that Shanann was sick. He then loaded Shanann's body and the girls, without their car seats, into the back seat of his work truck. When he got to the site, he smothered the girls, one after the other, with a blanket. Christopher pled guilty to the murders on November 6th. On November 19th, he was sentenced to five life sentences, three consecutive and two concurrent, without the possibility of parole. He received an additional 48 years for the unlawful termination of Shanann's pregnancy and 36 years for three charges of tampering with a deceased body. His sentence began immediately. On December 3rd, 
2018, Christopher was moved to an out-of-state location due to security concerns. On December 5th, he arrived at the Dodge Correctional Institution, a maximum security prison in Wisconsin, to continue serving his life sentences. Watts is now serving multiple life sentences behind bars, but the fate of their home is uncertain. The single-family home in the quaint community is in a legal limbo. The lender that owns the mortgage on the home foreclosed on the property and put it up for auction in 2019, but no one bought it within a year when it went up for sale. So the county took it out of foreclosure in 2020. That means the house is still technically owned by the convicted murderer. It appears to not be getting any bids because of the history, and rightfully so. A young mother was murdered in the place she should feel safest, her home. She was then unable to protect her children who were subsequently murdered in another location. So why would anyone want to live there now? The home currently sits in limbo until a creditor tries to foreclose on the property again. Perhaps the nice home contributed to the couple's financial distress, but there were many other reasons why Christopher Watts killed his family. He was having an affair, marital problems with those wife, who seemed to have the more dominant personality of the two. There was pressure with a third child on the way. And of course, the house itself it added to the financial stress with the large mortgage and the added HOA fee. should also be noted that Chris lost a lot of weight while he was with Shanann. He may have gained new confidence in himself with the weight loss. No matter what the excuses were, Christopher Watts killed his family and then lied about it. Christopher Watts never deserved to have the beautiful family he had, and his family never deserved to suffer the way they did. The Watts family, like their home, was all just a picture-perfect facade, but there was a true nightmare within. Update. On November 22, 2022, Coldwell Banker Realty sold the former Watts home for $600,000 to the Miller family. Some paint colors, such as the pale blue in the living room and bright blue in the bathroom and laundry area picked out by Shanann, remain unchanged during the sale. Hopefully, the Miller family will restore love and laughter in what was supposed to be the first family's dream home. Please respect the privacy of the new homeowners and the residential community community. We will never forget the innocent victims Shanann, Bella, and Cece Watts, who first lived here, but perhaps this home has a chance of a bright and happy future, rather than just being remembered only for its dark past. Christopher Watts remains in the Dodge Correctional Institution in Wapin, Wisconsin, serving five life sentences plus the additional 48 years without the possibility of parole. Thank you for listening to Nightmare Houses. For more information, including photos and references, please visit www.nightmarehouses.com. Until next time, goodbye.